of studying cash flow and the metaphors that go along with cash flow. I studied and studied for a few days just different ideas and metaphors that are used to express how to get assets and having cash flow coming in, the income growing. It was interesting. Most of the metaphors, as you probably figured out, they have to do with liquid or liquidity. Water is often used as a metaphor. Have you heard some of these ones? Um, Maybe you've heard about that cash flow is like a river or it's like hoses or perhaps buckets and maybe other metaphors as well. But I want to talk about a couple. I read this really extensive metaphor by a blogger that talked about hoses and pools. And it was it was an interesting metaphor. As I got thinking about it, though, uh, I would definitely add a few things. And um, I guess that's what mashups are all about, taking things that already exist and, and creating and making them even better. How about this one? If you have a, a hose going to a pool, eh, great. That's kind of like the hose is your income or your assets. Um the income's coming in. You have these big pools of money, if you will, and kind of picture this. As I was reading about this metaphor, what I realized is that it's not about having a hose, a big hose of you know, with water coming in and filling up a pool. It's not even about having several hoses. It's about having the right hoses. How long does it take to fill a pool? Have you ever had a big pool that takes hours or days to fill up? Well, the idea isn't, well, there's a little hose and I'm going to fill it up. The idea is that you have perhaps one or two hoses that are just phenomenal money makers. You have all this money coming in and filling up this pool of your net worth. This revenue's coming in, the income, the cash flow, and it's filling up your net worth. Awesome. But the thought is, well, it's going to disappear and you got to kind of hoard it and watch over this pool and protect it. That's true. But where's that money going? Once you're getting it all together. When all these multiple strings or streams of income are coming in, if you will, where does that money go? Robert Kiyosaki teaches that use that money to build. It's not meant to just be stagnant, but to build. What if that water is going out of the pool to help other people? It's not just accumulating there. And then as you help them, they refill your pool even quicker. What if what you're doing with your money helps others to grow their income in such a way that they want to return that? Banks do that with lending. They lend out at a certain interest rate and they pay others a certain percentage to borrow that money to others. For instance, if a bank takes in $100 from you and me, that bank will lend it out for six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars $900 because they can lend it out to multiple people, more than just one or two or three or four or five people. By law, they can lend it out to many different people and they can charge usually double to quadruple or quintuple the rate that they're giving to those that they're using the money. So they're using other people's money to lend to other people at four or five times the rate to as many as six, seven, eight, nine people. If you're doing the math on this, in other words, for every $100 a bank brings in, they can lend that $100 out. Well, with leverage and such, they could lend that out to maybe $100 out to nine people. And they can lend out way more than $100 with the leverage. And they can lend it out at quite a bit more rate. That $100 could literally return five or 10 times what they've brought in. Now they're getting 500 bucks over the next year or two off of $100 that was brought in. Their return can be huge. Not just two or three or four or 5% return on investment. What are you doing with the money that's coming in? Is it just stagnating? 
or are you putting that out so that you can get quite a bit more back because you've helped so many other people? Whatever metaphor you use, maybe you think of cash as an ATM where you're getting, you have these assets where it's like going to the ATM and just withdrawing money. Or maybe it's like a tree where it literally accumulates and gets better and better. Trees oftentimes like acorns and such, one tree doesn't just become one tree, it becomes multiple trees. And the fruits or the vegetables or whatever you're growing or just the flowers, they, they get more and more abundant as time goes. Maybe you think of your income as like a train station where multiple tracks come in and multiple trains and it's not just one. Or maybe it's like pipeline into a city or like uh, the ancient uh, Roman cities where you have the aqueducts going into the city. Whatever metaphor you use, uh, maybe if it's even hens and laying eggs and chickens and, um, you know, I've noticed a number of people that are trying to raise, get, get chickens and, and eggs and everything for their family, they often uh, have too much, quite an abundance. What a problem that would be to have. Well, I hope you'll uh, use those metaphors to think about what you can do to be able to fill up your net worth, your pool, if you will, with large cash flows, not just a little single hose, but a large massive hose and many hoses. It doesn't have to be, this, I've heard some people, seven Seven ways to get to to be a millionaire. You have to have seven streams of income. I don't know if that's really true. The millionaires I know, usually they have one really good business or one really good real estate portfolio. And then they have other smaller investments to perhaps um, ensure what they're doing is going to, to last and that they have other incomes coming in. But not necessarily so many things that it diverts their attention from the main income. Now, let me put a, a myth aside as well. Your greatest asset's not your salary. It's not your income from a job. It is great to have income from a job. But if your portfolio, your passive net worth is relayed or relying upon a job, that's not what it's all about. You need to protect that. You need to make great money. You need to get education. But no, it's not all about if you just wait 40 years and stay at the same job, then eventually you'll be rich. Yeah, that can work out and it does work out. But that's not the best thing. That's not anything to do with passive income. It's not anything to do with portfolio income. It has nothing to do with being an investor or a business owner. It's being in the E quadrant, the employee quadrant, which is awesome for some people. But to teach everyone that everyone should be in the employee quadrant forever and that the greatest assets, your, your employee, your income. No, your greatest assets is your financial intelligence. Your greatest asset should be actual an asset, which means something that's growing with or without you. It's like a U2 song. It's with or without you growing at all times and all places, no matter if you're sick or no matter if you're dead or no matter what's going on. It's like Elvis's income that continues on 30, 40 years after his death. It's like income from people that have put assets to work. Your greatest asset should truly be an asset. Um, this would be something that's generating revenue passively without your input. It's got systems in place. It's got a business structure to it. It's real estate. It's investments. It's not just your income. Good luck as you build your portfolio.